Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Alison June Smith is my guest this morning. Delightful as ever. Oh, thank uh, you. We've uh, we've done lots and lots of gigs together. Yeah. Over the years. And you've been busy this week. Well, you've been in some crazy places doing I gigs. I was. I was in Brussels and then Antwerp wow. and Luxembourg. Getting those gigs in before Brexit. You know, And then Reading. Yeah. yeah and then Reading. Then, yeah, very exotic Reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it worries me with Brexit. Yeah? Yeah. I'd be fine. I hope so. I don't know if it will or not. I don't want visas for... It's just nice to jump around. That's why I moved here. That's <laughs> yes. why I moved here, to yeah. go see the world. And then I moved here, and then it was like, no, 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 no. We're changing the, we're changing the rules. Yeah. What? Yeah, sorry about that. May as well it. stayed in Canada. Yeah, well, I mean, careful, because a lot of people will be saying that's, that's what We're you should We're all going to run there. I know, <laughs> yeah. I keep telling my boyfriend, you know, now's the time to think about a proposal. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I hope you're all very well this morning, and you're, uh, you're up for joining in, because we've got some good topics this morning. I've got some good ones. Uh, okay, so uh, I'll, 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 I, won't, I don't want to do, do, do it too soon. Don't do it too soon, but I've got some good ones. There was one that's brilliant. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'll tell you a bit more about that uh, after half past eight uh, this morning. And, we, and as I mentioned just now, we've got David Baddiel coming in after ten, who I went to see his show last night in, uh, in London town, which was very good. Uh, My Family Not the Sitcom, which was very good as well. Uh, let's see who's up and about this morning. Uh, Catherine Holt from the Ribble Valley. Uh, is uh, She's on her first cruise, but thinking uh, maybe it's a bit too posh. Oh. I well, I I've never been on a cru- well. I have been on one cruise, but as a comic, not as a yes, not as a guest. That's a different thing. That's not posh at all. That's like coming up through the bins and the and the kitchens and that. I remember doing three gigs. Oh, it was awful, awful. You got to do three gigs to the same people. Yeah. Died absolutely died of death. I was only about I was nineteen and I blagged it anyway because the guy had said to me, "Oh, you need." Uh, have you got? You've got to do three sets, and the three sets are twenty minutes. So you need an hour's worth of material. And I was like, "Yeah, I got that." I had about twelve. Mm-hmm. Totally blagged it. But I thought I'd be all right. I'll just charm it out. Be fine. Compare myself. Be fine. Um, and the first, so the first one died a death at the first, the first one, and I still had two more. Anyway, they paid me off. So, I was so, going to say, yeah. you hear the anchor going down yeah, after five like, minutes. Yeah, and, don't worry about it, Jace. Yeah. I remember in the morning, sat there having my breakfast, and this this old couple sat opposite me, and they went, um, I could hear them talking about the comedy night. They went, oh, it was rubbish, wasn't it, that last night, the comedy night? And I'm like, <laughs> head down. And he looked over at me and he went, um, he said, were you at the comedy night last night, mate? It was rubbish, wasn't it? And I was like, they didn't recognise me. I was like, I thought that young lad in, in the middle was good. <laughs> I thought he was quite funny. I thought he's got got a future, that. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. As always, an eclectic mix of people. Uh, Joe and Russ, uh, they're off to... uh, do some scuba diving in a quarry in Preston. Uh, oh, I did actually speak to them a few weeks back. I'm, I fancy that. I'm actually going to go with them one, one time and do that. Are you? Yeah, I fancy it. I don't know. It just sort of appeals to me. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a hobby, and that that appeals to me. That I quite like it. Okay. That and go karting. I fancy go karting as oh, well. Oh, go karting's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to lose another stone because, like, I've lost about a stone and a half now. And the problem is when you've got a bit of a bit of lard on you, you're never going to win. You're yeah. never going to win the go-karting. It's all weight-based. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Peter, Jace, I was up at eight cooking a chicken bolty. That is a weird breakfast. That is very bizarre. That's too weird. That's too weird. Um, and Emma in Ipswich, uh, I've been dragged out of bed this morning uh, to take my boyfriend to a fishing a fishing match. I didn't know there was competitive fishing. How can there be competitive fishing? Just like Biggest Fish. Maybe. Or fastest. Fastest. Or most dangerous. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe how fast you eat sandwiches or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. I that know. is dedication, Emma. Fair play to you. That's a, hell of, that's, that's a hell of a thing for a partner to do, to get up on a Sunday to drive you to your competitive fishing. That's a good one. Well, he really needs to prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Get in the right head Maybe, who knows, maybe they're all Adonis's, these fishermen now. I mean, I've seen Robson Green. He's a good-looking fella. He loves a bit of fishing. (laughs) Uh, Julia and Jim uh, got up at half five to fetch our new chocolate lab puppy. Mm. Hattie, they've called it. It's a ridiculous name for a dog. Um, (laughs) It is, though. Stupid name. What's happened to Rex and Rover and that? 
I don't want to go all old school on you guys, but come on, let's bring some of them back. <laughs> you see people in the park shouting, and you see them shout, Tarquin, Tarquin. You think, oh, where's this kid? There's a posh kid coming, and a dog comes out. You think, no. Yeah. Well, that is their kid. That is their kid. That yeah, is I know their they, kid, yeah. Yeah, I love people who say that. I've not got kids, but I have got a dog, so I do sort of understand what it's like. No, you don't. No, you don't understand what it's like. Because you can leave your dog, can't you? Yeah. You can leave your dog for a few hours. Yep. Pop to the shop. You've got freedom. That's what you've got. It's nothing like having a kid. Uh, and, uh, oh, this is nice. Uh, Mog and Kate in uh, Burntwood. Me and the missus on the way to hospital to have our first baby. Any chance of a shout-out? Yes, you have got a shout-out this morning. Good yeah. luck. Amazing. Good luck mm-hmm. with that first baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If I could give you any tips, what it would be would be stop there. <laughs> that would be my that would be my tip. Uh, and uh, and my first text, the first text of the show was this one. After we, after the, the, we started the show, uh, somebody texted, please stop forced laughter. It's not funny. Yeah. I mean, who's peed on your chips, mate? Already so early in the morning, so Unbelievable. angry. Unbelievable. I... <laughs> I... <laughs> that guy! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, you got me. You yeah. got me. Yeah. I, I, um... We don't fake... We, there's no fake... No! <laughs> there's no fake... We're delirious. We're Give absolutely... Us a break. <laughs> we're so tired. Everything is hysterical Everything is right funny. now. To be fair, the only thing he could have been commenting on was the newsreader... Saying tight semi, and I'll, and I'll stand is, by that. That is funny. I'll stand by it. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Jason, my partner Nick in uh, is uh, Manchester. Off to Manchester for take that gig uh, last night. Our nineteen-month-old took pity on us. Uh, was only up at five fifty this morning. Oh, yes, Alison's got a disgusted I, look on her face. I just. Kudos to parents. I don't know. I can't even... Oh, we don't like it. (laughs) It's not a nice thing. No. No, 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 I hate it. Absolutely, I hate it. But the joy and love that you get from your child at 5.50 in the morning makes it all worthwhile, right? Yeah, yeah, sorry. (laughs) I thought I'd said yes out loud. Uh, me, me and uh, who else is up and about? Me and, and the missus on the way back, uh, on the way to hospital. Uh, uh, oh, we've done that one. Huh? That's to our first baby. Uh, hello, this is Chris and Bal. We're uh, doing a McDonald's refit in Telford. That's oh. a proper job this morning, isn't it? That? McDonald's refit. Yeah. Good work. Hope you're done by half ten. That's, always, that's the only thing about this show. Finishes at 11. Miss McDonald's breakfast. I know. <laughs> It's not the only problem with this show. <laughs> uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of problems with this show. <laughs> uh, but nobody dares say it because I'm so uh, oversensitive. Uh, give us a call if you're up and about this morning as well. 033-123-1215. Bruce in Sheffield says, Jace, I love listening to the show every week. Please say hi to the lovely Ruth in Rotherham who's back home after being in hospital. There's lots of... Lots of sickly people this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't know what's happened to, 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 to you. I hope you're all, you're all starting to feel better. Rachel, uh, Jason, I'm a dog trainer and I'm off to uh, Binfield in Bratnell to help people train their dogs. See, that's a job that didn't exist when I was a kid. Dog trainer? Dog trainer. No. It was just a lottery. You either got a good one or a weird one mm-hmm. or a slightly dangerous one. There was no, like, expert you could ring to go, come and fix me dog. Where do these jobs come from? I mean, they say there's less jobs now. I think there's more jobs. There's more jobs, definitely. Because people are making up jobs. <laughs> Dog trainers. <laughs> ah, fair play to you. If you Soon there'll be child trainers. I think there might be them already. <laughs> Parents. <laughs> I think they're Parents? Called, yeah, te- Parents? No, very much teachers. Oh, well. Come yeah, te- teachers are amazing because you can use them all like all weekend. Do you, do you do this at school? I do this with my kids all the time. Are you like this at school? No. Do I need to go in on Monday and have a chat with Mr. Berry? Is that what I need to do? Like, there's a lot of that goes on. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, 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 don't do that. Because when I go in on on parents' evening, they describe this kid and they give you the, the they give you the um, the school report. They describe this kid and I have to go, I don't know who this is, I'm sorry. Uh, you must have. Uh, I think uh, you're going to mix it up with a good kid. This child I'm, sounds wonderful. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would, I would love, like this kid. I would love this kid. <laughs> But this is not my kid. I've got, I've got to be, I've got to be honest right now. That's not my child. Uh, but it's yeah, you can sort of kind of use it. I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. This I need to. I do actually need to go in and find out what teachers do. That means that they're, they're nice homework. 
what teachers just give homework and make them do maths and Maybe it is maths. It Maybe. is maths. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. You know when sometimes texts come in and they there's a weird link between them? So Dean in Bristol messaged me. He said, trying to raise the dead, uh, a.k.a. my younger bruv, Luke, as I'm taking him to the Emirates and he's not answering his phone. So that's from Dean, right? OK. And then about six minutes later, uh, I get, what, this one? Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been dragged out of bed this morning because I'm an undertaker and I'm picking up a deceased. <laughs> and he's even put, like, a little, like, emoji sort of sad face, which I'm not... Should that be used by an undertaker? <laughs> Should they be using emojis? Even though it's the sad one. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, I I'm hope it's sure. not Dean's brother. No, anyway. Well, that's that's what the weird thing was. Mm-hmm. It was like, Ooh. I mean, I'm sure it's not related. But imagine. Mm-hmm. That's dark. Let's not go there. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 is the text this morning. <laughs> so, topics that we're going to do today. These are the topics, right? Love it. We're going to be doing uh, parents behaving badly. Some, around that. That'll be later on in okay. the show. Um, we're going to be doing uh, weirdest things you've ever found in or on your body, which <laughs> could go either way. Yeah. And uh, cheekiest thing you've ever seen a stranger do. So they're the topics we're looking at this morning. So have a little think about those uh, over the next uh, 20 minutes or so. And we'll, 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 we'll kick off uh, very shortly with a couple of stories. And we might do, when we're talking to David Badia later on, we might even venture into strange things you found out about people after they died. Oh. Yeah. So maybe... Well, maybe it'll be Dean's brother. We don't know. I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure, it won't be. I'm sure he's totally fine and he'll be at the Emirates later. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. I, um, I, I, I sort of made a reference that I do use your, you, teachers, as a little threat to my kids uh, in a, when they're badly behaved. I'll say, John was going to speak to, to your teachers. Um, well, get this. Uh, this is from uh, Mrs Thomas. Uh, Esme is a, a name. Always exciting when you find out a teacher's first name, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, when you're like <laughs> nine years old, you're like, oh my God, he's called Frank. Um, Hi, Jason. I was listening to your comments about teachers having your child's behaviour nailed at school. I'm a primary school teacher, and we do exactly the same in reverse all week long. Do I need to speak to your parents? Do you behave like this at home? It's the perfect partnership. That's worked out beautifully, hasn't it? I didn't realise you were doing that as well, which is good in one way, but also bad because I thought you had a a better secret than that. No. There's nothing I can do with that. That doesn't help my, my life. Ah, well. <laughs> Thanks, anyway. Uh, Claire in Solihull is uh, sitting here marking work, aren't they, always? They're always marking those. Constantly. Poor creatures. Uh, in the sunshine, uh, waiting for my own child to wake up. We use the threat of phoning home and talking about behaviour to their parents to make the kids behave. I think the kids just don't want us talking to each other in case we gang up on them. Hmm. Maybe you're right. I agree. I, I agree. quite I like that. I kind of like that. So, this is what we're going to talk about this morning. Um... I, this is uh, full disclosure. This is great. Full disclosure. Uh, so this week, at the beginning of the week, I, I can't believe I'm admitting this on the radio. Is this the first time you've done what you're about to admit? Yes. Okay, great. I've never done it before. Great. Uh, first time, I had, and I've done it twice this week, Monday and Thursday. Yeah. What could it be? So I went for a colonic irrigation. I am so proud of you. <laughs> They're the best thing ever. <laughs> yep, yep. So I've always thought they were a bit, you know, I'm like, give over, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Your body does all this, which I sort of agree with. I think, I think your body does all this. And you, don't, you can get by without one. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Don't be, I don't want this to be a new celeb-based, I'm going for one because Jason Manford went for one. Jason Manford says everyone needs colonics. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. not me. Yeah. Um, Essentially, I went in, and I went in because I was, I, I, again, I'm telling you too much, but I, I just a bit of gas, a lot of gas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a point where it was just it just wasn't pleasant in our house. <laughs> I mean, there was one time where I, I, did, a, I did a part so bad, yeah. I had to pull over the car myself and get out. Like, it was that bad, <laughs> I thought, that's not right. That's not, I had to pull over and put my hazards on. It was And it was on an A road, luckily. But I did think at some point, the police could come up here and ask me what's going on. I'd have to tell them, mate, just go in that car and you'll know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, when, i got to say, cured. Yeah. Like, it's been a week of... It, it, it's, it's like Febreze down there. I was gonna... Honestly. It's all cotton candy and roses now. It's absolutely... Yeah. And before, it was just... It was like something died and, and, and broken dreams. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Um <laughs> 
So it was all fine. And it's weird. Like, it's weird. Like, little pipe, water. Yeah. Clean, clean, out. Like, it's weird. It's weird. It doesn't get... It doesn't get normal, I don't think. I don't know how many times you could do it before you, you go... You lay down on the bed slash oh, toilet kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Do the, anyway, so it's all fine. And uh, this lovely Albanian lady in <laughs> West London. And uh, we were sort of... It's weird because you sort of have to chat. Yeah. It's kind of weird chatting when yeah. that's going on. Anyway, uh, so that that was that's that's the buy. Nothing weird happened. There's nothing weird that happened to me. I spoke to a friend of mine who swears by him. Right, he's a he's a musical theatre uh, darling, and he said he said, "Oh, they're wonderful." He said, "Didn't you feel lighter afterwards and amazing?" After I said, "I did." I got to say, I did feel that there's a slight spring in my step uh, after the second one. I said, he said, "You know what? The weirdest thing that happened to me." Now, bearing in mind, this guy is a friend of mine, but he's a bit of a Walter Mitty. Like, I'm I'm never sure what he's saying is going on, but this is a beauty. He said, did you have it? So you were lying on your back and the pipe, because sometimes what they have is the pipe goes past you so you can see yes, the what's stuff coming out. Coming yeah, out. Yeah. And so, so it's proof that, that they're doing something. And, I, and they didn't actually on my one. I said, no, they didn't. He said, it is. He said the first time I went for it, uh, I'd never had one before and I'd always had problems. And I went for it. He's in his 30s now. He said, I was lying there and I'm watching the pipe go past. And after about 10 minutes, the woman, the woman went, oh, made a little noise. And he sort of went, what? And then she went, look. And then along the pipe, little Lego man. <laughs> a little Lego man, like a, like on a water slide, just like come right through, like sliding all the way down the pipe. Full, like white, not even yellow anymore. Just like bleached. So long in him. Oh How my. long has that been in there? <laughs> Lego. Little Lego man with his, like, with his little arms up, like. Let me out. I was like, did you not keep it? You went, no, I didn't keep it yet. <laughs> Weird. So, that's the topic. Weirdest things you've ever found in or on your body. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Essentially, just a recap for anyone joining us, uh, I and <laughs> for other people going, we're fine, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> We got it the first time. Uh. Um, essentially, uh, a friend of mine uh, had a, a colonic irrigation and whilst looking at the pipe of wastage, uh, a little Lego man uh, slid down the pipe. Uh, that Who knows when he ate that, how long it's been sat there for in his lower intestines. Um, or even if it's true. But I like to, I like to hope it is. Uh, so 8.12.15, on the test this morning, we're asking, ideally not colonic-based... Don't don't feel the Let's need to go. Let's move on from oh, colonics. I saw this yeah. in, in in my poo once. Um, we are asking for the weirdest things you've ever found in or on oh. yeah. your body. Uh, Rachel Skidmore, which is an unfortunate name considering the <laughs> the topic. Uh, sorry, uh, says that I, there was a hair growing on my tongue. My dad had to pull it out, root and all. A hair on the tongue. That's crazy. She sounds like a catch. <laughs> uh, Julie Rajput, my daughter kept complaining her ears hurt and kept trying to stick her fingers down them. Being on the list for grommets, I rang to speed the process up. When she got down there, they found a dead ladybird. Oh. They're not always horrible, by the way. Anna Guest says, I found a sticker stuck on my wrist that said, Remember. I'd never seen it before, I didn't put it up there, and I never found out where it came from or what I was supposed to remember. I guess, Pete, you do wake up sometimes, don't you, and there's like a, a new bruise or a new... or yeah. some, or a tattoo, I don't know. what. It depends, <laughs> what, you, depends what you got up to, I guess. Uh, you, you've woken up with anything weird? Yeah, uh, OK, I woke up I, uh, when I was in Toronto. I had a little bit of a mouse infestation. I lived right by a train oh, right. station. So I put down poison. I know there's going to be angry people out there. That's I'm fine. sorry. I poisoned mice. And uh, I woke up uh, with a mouse half-drugged on my chest, looking <gasps> at me in the eye. Going, why? Just staring at me. Just staring, big why? glazed over I eyes. I just got married. I know. I've got... 132 children, why have you done this to me, you sicko? Yeah. How can you live with your... And then gone. Gone. <laughs> Dead. Staring at me the whole time. Yep. I thought it was cheese. That's the worst thing. I know. I thought it was cheese. Uh, this is... Uh, you know when some people go like too far with their descriptions of things? Sarah Harrison says, oh. I blew my nose and had a spider's skeleton in there since... Now, Sarah... <laughs> 
I don't think you did. I've never seen a spider skeleton. A spider skeleton? How big was the spider that uh, there is... <laughs> Skeletal sp- remains. Why make spiders scarier than they need to be? Yep. A spider skeleton. That's terrifying. Um, and she's uh, she says, I'm not scared of spiders, even though I've had one living inside me. Well, uh, oh. maybe you did. I don't know what it was inside <laughs> you. Uh, Julie says, my friend went to Morrison's, kept getting funny looks from everybody. When she went to the toilet, she saw she had a pair of knickers stuck on a scarf from where she'd pulled it out of the tumble dryer. So you see, we can be we can Aww. be non-scatological. Yeah, you, can, yep. you can literally do what you want. Or you can go uh, as bad as Amy went, uh, who said, I got the shock of my life when I was changing my son's nappy and found an eye staring at me from inside his enormous poo. Turns out he'd been raiding his older sister's craft box. I mean, that would that would be <laughs> terrifying, wouldn't it? Hi, hi. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. 81215 is the text, and uh, if you want to call me, 0330-123-1215, and we are talking about weirdest things uh, you found in or on your body. Andy in uh, South Suffolk says, uh, thanks, Jace, I was eating my breakfast during your uh, colonic story. Well, I, I apologise. Well, I don't, actually. No. I'm not bothered. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I even pretended to apologise. Uh, lots of people joining in this morning. Hannah says, when my son was a baby, um, around six months old, he had uh, loads of like neck rolls, which sounds lovely. <laughs> um, at the end of the day once, we found a Pringle and a leaf just in a neck fold. Those are, that's a big neck fold. That is a big, a, yeah, a yeah. whole Pringle. Pringle, yeah. How did you not... I mean, there's so many questions. Darren <laughs> says, a, a crab stick in my nose. Fell asleep during, uh, drunk once and pals decided to put bits of crab stick in my nostril. Lads, lads, lads. <sighs> uh, could smell crab constantly for about a week until I blew it out a few days later. Not eaten one since. Yeah, you're not missing out. They're horrible. They are. Uh, so, uh, and also, no, no crab in them. No. No crab in them. In fact, they're not actually called crab sticks. They're just called fish sticks. But for some reason, we've all called them crab sticks. Mm. Never seen a crab in their life. Tori, uh, I have three little boys. Uh, got them all into bed, ran myself a nice bath, took my bra off, a Hot Wheel fell out. Could have been there all day for all I know. A full Hot Wheel. I, I mean, I don't know, I've not got breasts uh, anymore. Uh, but, um, I, I mean... All sorts of things, right? You never know. Look but, at Chicken Nugget. Yeah. But you don't feel like... There's nothing this feeling, isn't there? Well, I mean, you would think, but you never know. So Crikey. Know. You can just sit there. Wowzer. I mean, I see a lot of women using it as, like, um, a bra or a storage space. Yeah. You sit mobile phones and pens and... Oh, yeah. Also, it's become the new uh, Mary Poppins handbag. It really is. <laughs> I mean, people pulling out full lampshades. <laughs> Who needs an umbrella? I yeah. got umbrellas. I got umbrellas. <laughs> uh, Mary Farnell says, uh, when my brother was about eight, he was playing with a friend, firing pea shooters at each other. They lost a pea, didn't think anything of it. Fast forward, he's 18, having a medical to join the Royal Navy. When they checked his ears, found a huge dry I'd pee in it. Ten years he'd been there. Not even affected his hearing. Weird, the body's weird, isn't it? The Big ear canals on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, to not hit... He must have, like, super hearing or something. Uh, Rachel Hartley, an old colleague of mine once went for her smear test. I know, we've gone there. Mm-hmm. And uh, had some clean knickers loose in her bag to put on beforehand. She arrived for her test and the nurse found a postage stamp stuck to her privates. It's obviously been loose in her bag. First class, baby, yeah, first class. exactly. Uh, that, I mean, that must be... Uh, again, that's something we don't have to... Uh, suffer, of course, as men. But that there must be. I mean, there's that great story about the glitter, the the, the glitter spray being. Do you know that one? No. There's a really. I, I think it must be apocryphal. But essentially, the woman goes for the. She's she's about to leave the house, and she what she thinks. Oh, I better get, just clean up a bit. You know? <laughs> and uh, she goes to her, her daughter's <laughs> cupboard uh, for some like spray. You know, some sure. some deodorant spray. And uh, she, so she sprays it, and then she goes off to uh, the <laughs> to go to the doctor's. She's up there, legs in stirrups or whatnot, and and he has a little look, and when he pulls back the the little curtain, he goes, "Oh, fancy." And she thinks that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's no like, one's ever said that yeah, before. Well, um, but thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, and it's only when she gets home, uh, she she says to her daughter, oh, I used some of your spray before. Uh, and she's like, I've not got any 
spray. She's like, but it and it's uh, spray on glitter. Oh, so. she gave herself her own fajazzle. That's <laughs> <Yes>. so nice. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we've gone. We've gone into. We've Sorry, gone into everyone. uncharted Sorry. territory. They're going to be like, please go back to colonics. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Matters. We've ended up in a topic, which uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not cl- it's not a classic radio subject. No, for a Sunday morning, no. I'll grant you, I'll grant you that. But mm-hmm. we're talking about it anyway. Random things you've found in or around your body. Uh, maybe you did it yourself. I mean, Isabella from Brighton says she knelt on a knitting needle, Oof. which got stuck a couple of inches uh, in her knee a few years ago. Wow. That sounds awful. I mean, but you didn't find that, did you? That's not something you found. You'd know about that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sharpish. Uh, Sarah Pryor. <clears throat> Sarah Pryor says, "I once found a grass seed stuck, uh, and I mean stuck inside and attached to the skin of my belly button. My friend's sister had to prise it out with tweezers. The belly button's a funny, a funny thing, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. that does store stuff. Absolutely. Also, what's that smell? I mean, I don't want to get too detailed here, but what is that? Like, you probably don't get it because you're a lovely lady. I was but... just going to say, I've never... Oh, crikey, if you leave it a day. Oh, my really? goodness. Yeah, you've got to get right in there with a cotton bud sometimes. Jeez. I've got a right innie, though. Oh, OK. I yeah. mean, it's not just an innie. It's a, I call it a right innie. It's like a... It's like a cave. It goes all the way through to your back. <laughs> I, think, I think it does. <laughs> it's weird. But, yeah, oh, crikey, that's... Awful. Melanie Sharp. Uh, Melanie Sharp, she was on holiday in Greece uh, a while ago. I was staying with two friends in an apartment. I woke up, middle of the night, to find the biggest cricket you've ever seen nestling nicely in my fringe. <laughs> a cricket? What would you do, you'd panic? I had, weirdly enough, uh, I was I was eating um, dinner a few weeks back and we were in a nice, nice Italian restaurant and... Um, <laughs> that's right, it's packed as well. One of those Italian restaurants where you're like, there's too many tables in here. And, uh, like, people are really close. And my girlfriend opposite suddenly just, she just went, ah! Just, like, screamed. And I was like, what? 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 She went, oh, my God, oh, my God, take your jumper off! And I, so I took my jumper off, thinking, am I, is it on fire? Like, was it? <laughs> it's just a, sp- a spider who'd, like, crawled up, just crawled up right, right across my chest. So I'm not really bothered about spiders, I'm fine. Really? Oh, I hate spiders. I don't mind them. I don't mind them. Um... I mean, the spider skeleton I'm not a fan of. No, well, that's, you know. <laughs> that's too far. That's too far. Um, I took my four-year-old daughter to the doctors as she was having pain in her legs and limping when walking. Uh, we uh, just routinely checked her ears and saw a bead firmly wedged down there. Uh, when it was removed, her leg stopped hurting and she stopped limping. What? The, what? Ha. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but is that... Is it a balanced thing? I was going to say it has to be a balanced thing. Do kids do this? Do kids just shove things in any, like, up their noses, in their ears? That's what they do. Anything. Anything. Fingers in sockets, things in ears, up the nose. Absolutely everything is a a challenge for you and them. (laughs) That's what I I still... That's one of the things that I can't get my head around. How, as a species, we are the dominant force on this planet. Yeah. All right, we've got thumbs. Fine. Mm Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't get it. Because... Well, that makes it easier to shove things in your nose. <laughs> exactly, <so> yeah. <laughs> Crayon up there. I just, I, I don't understand it. How on earth? You don't get animals. Animal babies don't do these things. No. They get on with survival straight away. It's because we're modicoled so much from birth that we put ourselves in extra danger. Because <laughs> we haven't got danger anymore, so we put ourselves in danger. It baffles me how we are still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this kids. I could literally go on all day about it. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. I'm joined by Alison June Smith this morning. Um and uh, so I've been I've been busy. I've yeah. been busy like, the last have. couple of weeks. I've been everywhere. Um last what was I doing yesterday? Uh, soccer AM I did yesterday. So- soccer. Okay, Sucker. now I. You're what? not supposed to say that oh, the yes. S word in this country, are <laughs> I you? I know, it's weird, isn't it? Not the S word. I said it one time and I was yeah. very reprimanded. Football, love! Yeah. Football! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you'll get a lot of that. Totally. I don't know why Soccer AM are allowed 
to get they do but they or get away everyone's with it. okay with it they're like yeah yeah soccer am yeah everyone's totally fine with that i, I don't yeah, understand it's yeah. a good point well made thank you i'll bring it up next time i go on mm-hmm. um so i i've done it a few times and uh, it's a fun show um, to to do and join in with. There's always a ch- there's always a thing where you've got to like kick a ball though, oh, like oh. and play like you've got to score a goal or you got. I hit the post yesterday. That's the closest I've ever come. I was going to say, are you good? Are you? No, not particularly. No. But do you know what I did this time for <laughs> the first time? Because usually you get in you think right, I'm I'm on telly. So shirt, you know, I put I thought rather than a suit because it's it's Saturday morning, it's informal. So I'm like shirt. Uh, jeans, smart jeans, and I'd usually go with a pair of shoes or something. But of course, I'm thinking I've got to kick a ball, so I had to. I actually bought a new pair of trainers in preparation mm-hmm. for missing the goal. <laughs> you can blame it on the trainers. It was then. the trainers because I've, I've got new trainers. New. Yep. I've got new ones on, so I've not broke them in yet. Um, <laughs> but I was on with Sean Ryder, who made me laugh a lot yesterday. Who is like. Uh, you know Sean Ryder from the Happy Mondays. Like, Absolutely. Big yep. legend, big legend. And uh, has had a hell of a life. A hell of a life. And he said... So we were sort of chatting. It come up on air that he was... Uh, that they were doing a biopic of his life. Oh. Because uh, he's had a... Like I said, he's had a, a hell of a life. So a, a biopic of his life has got... Um, weirdly, a mutual friend of ours is writing this, uh, this movie uh, about Sean Ryder's life. So off air, while the ads were on, I said, um, "I said hey, it'll be nice to watch uh, your biopic, won't you? Won't it? Because uh, you'll be able to see all the stuff that you got up to that you can no longer remember." Yeah, yeah. He, he's done a lot of naughty things over the years, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, the, which a lot of the parents will know about already uh, who are listening. And uh, and he said, "Yeah, he said that's the thing, Jay. That's the thing that I'm struggling with. You see, because I can't remember." Any other things. There's always a blank species. <laughs> like for years, I can't remember. People are telling me things. I think that does sound like something I would do. <laughs> Put it in. <laughs> and then my favourite bit was he goes, he goes. To be honest, I remember the '60s more than the '90s, and I was only eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a life that lived to the full, isn't it? To be fair. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, the next half hour, we'll be chatting to uh, David Baddiel, who has got a new show uh, in the West End and about to go on tour, um, which is fabulous. We actually went to see it last night, and uh, it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, my sitcom, Not the Family, where he he reveals some stuff. Let me tell you Ooh. that. Yes, it's a, a very revealing show. So that'll be coming up uh, very shortly. Um, now, talking of revealing things, mm. right, I, uh, you've heard the phrase uh, catfish. Yes. Yes, it's yes. no longer... A catfish, it's a phrase now, uh, for the uh, people who don't know. Um, how would you describe it? Sort of people pretending to be other people so they, on online... So they can get them, date them or interest them or get their... Yeah, yeah, make yeah, them fancy yeah. them Pick and them up, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's a great show, by the way. Have you watched Catfish? I have watched that, yeah. It's yeah. very good, it's yeah. very good. And you're all the way through, you're thinking, how are they going to get away with it? How are they going to do this? So I've always watched the show and, and understood this process of catfishing from afar, but no longer. I'm involved. I'm right in there. I love this. So yesterday, Kate Stevenson from Sunderland sent me a little message on my Facebook. She said, Jace, uh, you're not in Sunderland, are you? And uh, you're not also on Tinder. <laughs> I wasn't. I was in London. She says, I can't believe someone's using your photos on Tinder, 10 kilometres from me. In Sunderland, this is the guy, right? Will, 37. I mean, already that's two years older than I actually am, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, well, I'm, 30, I'm 36 on Friday, but, you know, I'm not bothered. Um, six foot, broad shoulders. I think we know what that means, cheeky so-and-so. Dark blue eyes, thank you very much. A gentleman, most of the time, he says. Property tycoon and winner... Of a beauty contest in Monopoly because he's hilarious. Will, mm, yep, yep. Lover much. of Jaffa cakes is his other, is his other thing. And he's actually used. I've got to say, to be fair to Will, he's used the photos I'd use. Good, <laughs> the good photos. Yeah, I'm looking good. I'm looking good. But so strange to be 
involved in this weird and way. more than one photo of you? Oh, yeah. Four or five photos that he's got from... One of them, I've not even ever seen myself. <laughs> Which is really weird. You're like, how do you get that picture of me as a baby at a birthday party? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really odd. How does he plan to pull this off is what I want to Well, that's know. the question. Yeah. Because surely the idea is you get a date. Yeah. And then what do you do? What, do you turn up with maybe one of the big heads from my TV show? Exactly. With just your, with, with a, a big head of my, of me. I don't know what his, I don't know what his thought process was. A lover of Jaffa cakes. That was his, that was his thing. The thing is. A lot of it. I mean, I do love a Jaffa cake. We were talking about this. Yeah, yeah. you don't like them, do you? Well, I just uh, orange. I don't know. I'm not into. Oh yeah, I love a Jaffa cake. I love them. Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford. Where real music matters. If just... Will's out there, he should contact us. I, I want to speak to Will about this using your picture. Yeah, I, that's the bit I don't get at all. I've I just. What's your game plan, Will? Well, What's the thing is, plan? look. I've had this face a long time. It's done me all right. <laughs> but a lot of it, I'll be honest with you, is the sense of humour. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the face by itself on a Tinder profile ain't getting you laid. That's what I'm saying, Will. Okay? That ain't getting you lucky. The face by itself without the cheeky chappy interior... <laughs> Is a dry night for you, Will. So that's all I'm saying. Don't you know? And at the same time, you know, with don't misuse my face. That's what I will say to Will. Don't misuse it because with great power comes great responsibility. Okay, so that's that's what I would say. Because I've got five children, Will. So there's obviously <laughs> something. There's obviously something about this face that is working. Matters. David Baddiel is here. Hello, Jason. How are, How you? are you doing? I'm really well, thanks. Thanks I saw for coming you in. Very recently. Yes, about uh, maybe 12 hours ago. Yeah, we weren't together. No. Know, any kind of like, you know, I didn't make your breakfast. I was just <laughs> no. so that we're clear about that. <laughs> no, it was none of that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I went to see David's show last night uh, at the Playhouse Theatre in, uh, in London. Uh, my family, not the sitcom. Um, I mean, I've got the press release, but it's probably better off hearing it from you, isn't well, it? Well, or, you, or you even, since you saw it. Shall I tell them what it's <laughs> about? reading it out, you could say so what I could you, read your it feelings about. Well, it was funny, because I was reading the press release, and I was, and, and obviously, they're written by, uh, you know, yeah, press professional people. press people. Yeah, it, I'm worried now, what does this say? No, it's fine, it, it sums it up, but it's, it's, it's also one of those shows which is greater than the sum of its parts, I right. think, you know. Um, so this show, if you uh, if you get a chance to see it, it's also going on tour as well, but I watched it last night in the, in London. It's it's about your, obviously it's about your family, it's about yeah. your parents, yeah. it's about finding out huge things uh, about their lives once they've yeah. passed. Yeah. Um, and also what I really liked was the, the idea of those... Like fake platitudes you get when someone's passed. That sort of yeah. oh, they were a wonderful person, and actually, yeah. that is also like, sort of what you said last night. Is, is also in a way, it's like, it, it sounds like it's respectful to say that, but it's actually disrespectful to yeah. say that because yeah. not everyone is great all the time. Yeah, well, that's what that's I saw early on. I do a little prologue in the show, which yeah. is sort of about social media and trolls and what you can and can't say in comedy. And that's basically there to say, uh, look, there's lots of people now monitoring what you can and can't say and getting really outraged yeah. about anything yeah. comedians oh, say. Comedy's yeah, got no, this battleground of, like, this is where I'm going to shout my outrage loudest. Yeah. I do a bit about that, but really that's to say... So I'm doing an in- what I think is an interesting thing here, which is I'm going to be incredibly offensive about my family. Yes. And if I'm not offended, then, you know, it's quite hard for you to get offended. So that's <laughs> yes. not the prologue. Yeah. But then I go on to say, the reason I'm being offensive is I was at my mum's funeral and all all these people were telling me my mother was wonderful, and I thought, well, you didn't really know her, not mm. at all. And that if that's all we can say about people after they're, they're dead, then yeah. really what you're doing is erasing them out of existence. Yes. Because unless you talk about what they were actually like, which always, if they're human beings, involves a lot of flaws, a lot of mad, <laughs> particularly my parents, a lot of mad behaviour, yeah, yeah. Uh, and a lot of really kind of bad, I'm going to use inverted commas here, but sort of bad, <laughs> bad parenting. My parents were absolutely the opposite yeah. of model parents. But if you talk about that, Mm. then actually what you're doing is bringing them properly back to life and yeah. holding them properly in the memory, not making them this kind of uh, propaganda. Saints of... Yeah, yeah in, no. which, in, in which no one, no one is actually wonderful. Yeah. Except for Jesus, of course. <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> it's Sunday, it's his day. Yeah, it's his day, yeah. uh, But it was a great show, and it's very funny, uh, you know, that's the, that's the thing with the, the with the press release. 
face is I mean it describes everything it deals with memory aging infidelity dysfunctional relationships uh, uh, moral uh, policing <laughs> uh, social media uh, golf and gay cats yeah well like, like they are all covered it's everything I mean you've really covered it but it was a very a really funny well structured show I, I, just, I had a great time really Thank enjoyed you very it much. and I also got me what I really liked about it was although it's very personal to you and it was very about your parents uh, I was watching it thinking of my parents and my family and all the things that they yeah. do as well. Well, like, we sort of had a bit of a chat about this yesterday, yeah. sort of a bit of a comedian's technical chat. And actually, one thing I've really noticed with this show is, I suppose, since I've been start, ever started comedy, I always talked about myself. Actually, when I first started doing comedy, which was mm. a long time ago, in the 80s, all comedians were hyper-political. Yes. And my response to that was, I'm not going to be political, I just want to be different from them, mm. so I'm going to talk about myself in a very kind of like, you know, just about my life and yeah, observational yeah. comedy about my life. And at the time, that was quite unusual, because most people yeah. Yeah. talked about Thatcher or whatever. Uh, but then, when I went back to do stand-up, which was in my last show, which was called Fame, Not the Musical, I thought, I still want to do that, but I want to do it in a more sort of, like, properly storytelling, autobiographical way. Yeah. And what I've noticed is, almost the more personal, the more specific you get, the more it will chime with people. Yeah, quite, yeah, but yeah. Rather than saying, oh, what is it that everyone laughs at or everyone thinks about, and then you end up with train spotting or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, the, yeah, of course, is yeah. the community chest of funny. <laughs> yeah. Find very specifically what it is about you yeah. that's funny. And in this show, I've sort of taken that to the nth degree because it yeah. was about, for example, the fact that my mum had an affair with a golfing memorabilia salesman yes. and turned our <laughs> lives over to golf as a result. Now, that's not an experience that most people have had. No. But everyone's got... Me too! <laughs> not, that's never oh, happened, yes, I, is it? I know exactly what he's talking about. Uh, no, that doesn't. But people, yeah. everyone's had weird stuff yes. in their family background. Yeah, And that's absolutely. what people all relate to, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this morning, I've asked already on uh, on social media, but I'll ask you now uh, on air. For t- we'll, do, we'll do two things, right? One of them is a bit more morbid than the other, right? Okay. But one of them, I'm just interested, uh, for, if you're listening at home, for 8, 12, 15 is the text. Okay, one of them is uh, things you've found out about people after they passed. Right. Right, that's one I want to hear. Yeah. But the other one, which we've done before on the show, which always works well, is parents behaving badly. Right. Those times where your parents were so badly behaved, uh, you just feel like the need to shame them on national radio. Jason. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Yeah, I only just got here, by the way. Yeah, what what happened? Because you were supposed to be here earlier. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, basically, obviously, I did two shows last night. Of course. So I was tired anyway, so obviously I'm not getting up that early. So I was late getting in the car, (laughs) so that's my fault. But then I did say to the bloke, well, first I said to him, can you get put Absolute Radio on? He didn't understand what that meant. (laughs) No. (laughs) No way. Uh, More important thing, he didn't understand. He's got LBC and he's sticking with it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, More important thing, he didn't understand. I said, I'm sorry, I'm a bit late. Can we get there as soon as possible? Yeah. So he doesn't say anything to that. We're trundling along. He says, do you mind if I stop for Petra? I said, yeah. A taxi driver stopped for petrol. He said, well, I have to. I have to. Yeah. We're not going to get there at all. So, so then we stopped for petrol. Then obviously that always takes far too long. That's weird. Then he can't find here where we are oh, now, Golden Square. He can't find that. I have to tell him where that is. <laughs> then I finally get in here. I'm in a bit of a rush. I'm a bit sweaty. I'm like, I've got to get on to Jason's show. I have to tell you, your receptionist, when I said I got, I'm doing Jason Manson's show, it was like I said, could you explain the Schrodinger's cat equation? Because <laughs> <laughs> he literally, like, like, no idea what you're talking about. Showbiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. He's more he of a... Know who I was, didn't know you were... He's more he of a smooth here. listener, to be fair, on reception. Uh, I do a lot of this show from Manchester as well, so I, I don't even have a pass to get in. I have to, I have to like, ring up and get someone to buzz me in. Oh, anyway, but, so, but, but you made it. it. I made it. That's the main thing. That's the main... And thanks for coming in, because obviously you're, like, your day off as well from doing off, yeah. eight shows a week. Yeah, it's, um, that's one of the odd things about... You know, at, at heart, I still... People feel that this show is, like, theatre and storytelling. And well, all it, sorts it was nominated heart. for a... Per- uh, per- not, a nominated for an Olivier. Yeah, it was nominated uh, for Olivier, although ridiculously. Do you know about that? Because well, they don't have it's a stand-up... It's an odd award. category, wasn't yeah, it? they don't have a stand-up or one-man, one-woman show category in the Olivier Awards, because it's a posh theatre awards, and so yes. those genres don't really count. So, so, so who were you in with? It was so hilarious. So they nominate it in the entertainment and family category, which is basically the children's category, <laughs> the wrongest category that my show could yes. go in. I mean, it is about family, but trust me, don't bring your nine-year-old. No. That'd be, it'd be traumatised for life. <laughs> so uh, it was in with The Red Shoes, which is a ballet, uh, yes. Peter Pan at the uh, National, <laughs> uh, the London... Uh, uh, 
Cinderella at the London Palladium. That's right, the, the and, panto. Uh, yeah, the panto. Uh, <laughs> and somebody else I now can't remember. Yeah, me. That's the other one. Yeah, Fourth one yeah. is me. So, yeah, I'm in there with a bunch of kids' shows. And That's I just weird, thought, isn't it? Well, it's obviously not going to win this. I mean, you were obviously hosting the interviews. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, at one point, as ever with award shows, I can tell you this, I've been nominated for quite a lot, not one very many, <laughs> but one thing about being at, at an award show is even if you think, oh, I'm not going to win, I've very much thought that about this because I thought, mm. you'll yeah, will get sued if it gets the family category because people will take their children. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I thought, I'm not going to win. But every time when you're at an award show, about 10 seconds before they read it out, you think, oh, I've won. I have won. <laughs> I've definitely won. <laughs> I don't know what happened. And then you haven't. Then it turns to dust in your head. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So at I least you there. stayed, though, because I noticed Sir Ian McKellar done one. Oh, yeah, he left. As soon as he'd not won. <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> Off he went. No, I stayed. I stayed. Oh. You know, you're there at a do, so it's no, free, absolutely. free food and drink. So yeah, it was if great. If you lost, that's really the only thing to do. To yeah, exactly. Do get, your, get your money's worth. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so so nominated for an Olivier, as I said, in, you know, there was only four in that category. As eclectic as it might have been, yeah, yeah. it's still a massive deal to no, be No, I was very nominated. happy to be nominated. Now, what I'm saying about eight shows mm. a week is that... It's basically, I'm, I'm doing a show which is structured the way that it's on, like it's a theatre experience. Yeah. But really, I feel it as a stand-up storytelling show, so I'm putting a lot into that, like you have to, and then I'm not, I've not got, like, a theatre show would probably someone else doing a bit now. Yes, so that I can yeah, go yeah, off no and rest, relax. yeah, yeah. No, none of that. So I'm still, I'm doing eight shows a week, two matinees. Yeah. And I have to say, I mean, like, when I'm on tour, I won't be doing that. I've said already, I'm not... Matinees are weird. Two shows a day I'm not doing on tour. Yeah. If, I'm in, <laughs> no. you know, if I'm in Woking, I'm not doing two shows no. or whatever. And I say that without being sure where Woking is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, people from Woking. Right. The matinees are weird, though, aren't they? Especially for a stand-up because you're so used to just that nighttime mm. uh, crowd, yeah. and then you suddenly. I remember doing the first time I'd ever done a matinee. I did them. I did them in Sweeney Todd, and that was yeah. kind of fine. Yeah, and because it was sold out every night. Chitty was fine because there was a lot of kids, but I remember on the producers, it was just all, the oldest people oh, you'd ever trust seen. Me. Well, you, you know, know what? My show is partly about death and of partly course. about dementia. And so I attract a very topical crowd ah, with that on a Wednesday afternoon. Yes. I mean, really, you just think, blimey, Dignitas could clean up here. <laughs> if they just came in and advertised now, just think how, just think how they'd do. But it, honestly, it's, it, I mean, don't, and I, I say yeah. that with the greatest respect to those people, because actually part of what my show is about. Yes, is of saying When people get old and ill and, in, and infirm, they're still people and they've still mm. got a sense of humour and they're funny and all that. So yeah, I, yeah. I love those people, but they are quite old. Yes, <laughs> I know. Well, I, I had the same thing on, on the producers. I remember, with, you know, in the middle of doing springtime and all these songs, you're thinking, a lot of these people remember Hitler the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not like that. Yeah, and for them, it's a little bit near the knuckle, isn't yeah. it, some of these people? Like, yeah. I don't remember him being just camp, to be honest. <laughs> Which note, you told me a story about something someone said, uh, that you heard someone say, talking of... Uh the You'll have to remind me. The, well, the man who referred to the ethnic me mix of my... Oh, last audience. night, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. I've gone La from Hitler sorry, to Sorry, yeah, <laughs> crikey, you've done a good link there. Yeah. Last night, I'm sat down, and uh, and there was a bloke behind us who sort of had a, had a couple of... At one point, by the way, before I tell you that, he was about 80, this guy. He was really, oh, right. he was really old, and he, um, he, he, he was on Facebook. This was, was at the beginning of the second half. Right. He was on Facebook, just checking his notifications. Well, uh, well again, yeah, they Facebook. Are, but they are people. A bloke came to the show the other day... He knew my parents. Yeah. But he came backstage. I just about remembered him. I'd met him, I think, 40 years ago. He's called Asta. He's a really lovely bloke. But, uh, you know, you do think this thing about old people. Yeah. He, he said, uh, well, I'd like to tell you more stuff about your parents. Wow. And I said with a slightly patronising thing, I said, oh, well, are you on email? He said, of course, I'm on email. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course, yeah. And like, well, of course he is. But you sort of still don't yeah. expect it. You think, you know, we're young, which I'm not. No, but I know what you mean. Really you, but oh. we sort of think, wait, we're with it because we've got Facebook. <laughs> and Twitter. Was, Obviously, old people won't have that. That's what was rubbish. funny was, he's on Facebook and it's dead bright. Like, he's, everyone <laughs> could see this really bright screen. And the second half has started of the show and a girl about... 19 sat next to him and went, Could you turn that off, please? It's really bright. And I was like, Wow! No, I mean, like, opposite world. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Don't. It, actually, it really is distracting when you, no, you no. can always see it. Bright oh. yeah, white yeah. face, yeah, I yeah, know. Um, and you must get that as well, Alison, when you're, uh, you know, doing stand up. You just oh, absolutely, see people yeah. People there. just lit up. You're like, mm, Thanks, thanks for enjoying. But it's, yeah. in a club, I think it's harder to say, Can you turn that off? Well, you can say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah quite. Yeah. But you don't have an usher saying, Please, could you turn yes, that off? Yes, no, no. And you don't look like such a jerk doing it in a club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The um, so anyway, the weird bit he said was not weird, but his observation where he sat down, he went, he turned to his wife. I guess you get to an age where you, the thought that that like filter system between your brain and your mouth has well, sort of whittled down now. Yeah. It's not there anymore. Yeah. He My sat dad, down. Of course, has, has that. Of course, yeah. disease. <laughs> yes, of course. He never really had much of a filter. Anyway, no, yeah. and he said to his wife, he just went, "There's a lot of Jews." <laughs> 
Like that, he just said it out loud yeah, no, for see, everyone to listen. You see, I can't really see my audience, and I'm no. now wondering whether everyone was in a black hat and curl, <laughs> you know, little curls. How did, well, he, know how did he know? I know. Unless everyone all t- also had their pants off. I mean, I, I, I was just going to say, yeah. How, how he would have known that. It's kind of a weird thing. And actually, to be honest with you, I didn't see him though. Maybe he was Jewish. He and he's, might be Jewish. Got, like some sort of I had a good Jadon. Radar. Jadon. Is that what they call yeah, it? Jadon. I, like, Judah. I think I called it Jadon. I, I did a musical. I wrote a musical about the infidel. My show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Film. And there was a with Omid. Yeah. Well, Omid was in the film. But yeah. I did a musical at Stratford, oh, of course, yeah. at Stratford Theatre Royal a couple of years ago. Aaron Baron Cohen wrote the music, but we had a song in the middle of that about Judah, <laughs> about how Jews could spot other Jews, <laughs> which, which actually they can. There you I'm go. Alison, I'm not sure about. No, but I like that. I like that. <laughs> I've, I, I can fall into <laughs> yeah. the category. So yeah, I no. have been a shiksa Jane, before. Yeah, right. but, Jason, yeah. I know definitely not. I'm, <laughs> no. I'm absolutely sure. Although, yeah, pants oh. off, definitely oh, am. Right, well, there we go. Yeah, but that's the confusing thing these days. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> let's play a song. <laughs> Matters. The first time I'd ever done a matinee. I did them. I did them in Sweeney Todd, and that was yeah. kind of fine. Yeah, because it was Chitty sold out every night. Chitty was fine because there was a lot of kids. But I remember on the producers, it was just all, the oldest people oh, you'd ever seen. Well, you, you know, know what? My show is partly about death and of partly course. about dementia. And so I attract a very topical crowd ah, with that on a Wednesday afternoon. Yes. I mean, really, there are you just think, blimey, Dignitas could clean up here. <laughs> if they just came in and advertised now, just think how, just think how they'd do. But it, honestly, it's, it, I mean, don't, and I say yeah. that with the greatest respect to those people because actually part of what my show is about. Yes, is of saying When people get old and ill and, in, and infirm, they're still people and they've still mm. got a sense of humour and they're funny and all that. So yeah, I, yeah. I love those people, but they are quite old. Yes, <laughs> I know. Well, I, I had the same thing on, on the producers. I remember, with, you know, in the middle of doing springtime and all these songs you're thinking a lot of these people remember Hitler the first time <laughs> and he's not like that yeah. no, for them it's a little bit near the knuckle isn't it? Yeah. some of these people like, you I don't know. remember him being just camp to be honest <laughs> which note you told me a story about something someone said uh, that you heard someone say talking of a uh, the You'll have to who, remind the, me. Well, the man who referred to the ethnic me- mix of my... Oh, last audience. night, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. I've gone La- from Hitler sorry, to Sorry, yeah, <laughs> crikey, you've done a good link there. Yeah. Last night, I'm sat down, and uh, and there was a bloke behind us who sort of had a, had a couple of... At one point, by the way, before I tell you that, he was about 80, this guy. He was really, right. he was really old, and he, um, he, he, he was on Facebook. This was, was at the beginning of the second half. Right. He was on Facebook, just checking his notifications. Well, actually, well again, yeah, on they Facebook. Are, but they are people. A bloke came to the show the other day... He Knew my parents. Yeah. When he came backstage, I just about remembered him. I'd met him, I think, 40 years ago. He's called Asta. He's a really lovely bloke. But, uh, you know, you do think this thing about old people. Yeah. He, he said, uh, well, I'd like to tell you more stuff about your parents. Wow. And I said with a slightly patronising thing, I said, oh, well, are you on email? He said, of course I'm on email. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course, yeah. I am. And like, well, of course he is. But you sort of still don't yeah. expect it. You think, you know, we're young, which I'm not. No, but I know you mean. Really you, but oh. we sort of think, wait, we're with it because we've got Facebook. But what was, obviously old people won't have that. That's what was rubbish. funny was, he's on Facebook and it's dead bright. Like, he's, everyone <laughs> could see this really bright screen and the second half has started of the show and a girl, about 19 sat next to him and went could you turn that off please it's really bright and I was like wow I mean like opposites world it's brilliant actually it really is distracting when you you can always see it bright white face yeah yeah, I know Um, and you must get that as well Alison when you're uh, you know doing stand up oh absolutely yeah people just lit up you're like "Mm, thanks thanks for enjoying but in a club I think it's harder to say can you turn that off well you can say it yeah yeah, quite but you don't have an usher saying please could you turn that off no no and you don't look like such a jerk doing it in a a club yeah exactly yeah the weird bit he said was not weird, but his observation where he sat down, he went, he turned to his wife. I guess you get to an age where you, the thought that that like filter system between your brain and your mouth has well, sort of whittled down now, yeah. it's not there anymore. Yeah. He My sat dad, down, of course, has, has that, of course, yeah. disease, yes, of course. <laughs> he never really had much of a filter, anyway, no. Yeah. And he said to his wife, he just went, There's a lot of Jews. <laughs> Like that, he just said it out loud yeah, no, for see, everyone to listen. You see, I can't really see my audience, and I'm no. now wondering whether everyone was in a black hat and curl, you know, little curls. How did, well, he, know how did he know? How did he know? Unless everyone all t- also had their pants off. I mean, I, I, I was just going to say, how, yeah. How he would have known that? It's kind of a weird thing. And actually, to be honest with you, I didn't see him though. Maybe he was Jewish. He and might he's, be he's Jewish got, like, some sort of. I had a good Jadon. Radar. Jadon. Is that what they call yeah, it? Like, Judah. I think I called it Judah. I did a musical. I wrote a musical about the infidel. My show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My film. And there was a with Omid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Omid was in the film. 
on, but yeah. I did a musical at Stratford. Oh, of course, yeah. At Stratford Theatre Royal a couple of years ago. Aaron Baron Cohen wrote the music, but we had a song in the middle of that about Judah, about how Jews <laughs> could spot other Jews, <laughs> which, which actually it. they can. There I'm you go. Good at that. There's none of, you, Alison, I'm not sure about. No, but I like that. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I can fall into yeah. the category. So yeah. I have been a shikza before. Yeah, right. but, Jason, yeah. I know definitely not. I'm no. absolutely sure. <laughs> Although, yeah. pants oh. off, definitely oh, am. Right, well, there we go. Yeah, but that's the confusing thing these days. There you go. Anyway, let's play a song. Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Talking about parents behaving badly, and uh, my parents are a bit like so. When you when I was watching the show mm. last night, um, I noticed that uh, you talk about your mum being quite um, overtly. Uh, sexual. Yes. Is that fair to say? That's more than fair to say. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I think, because a lot of people who have read about the show, I think, think it is mainly about my dad's dementia. Yeah. And yeah. it is partly about my dad's dementia. I mean, really, the whole show is about memories, about how you remember people or mm. how someone with no memory can still be themselves. Yeah. But the larger part of the show is about my mum's great pride in yes. how sexy she was yeah. uh, and then how that became about how she really wanted to tell people about this affair that she was having with a golfing memorabilia salesman yes, it wasn't really a secret to her was it she was quite very much not a secret very 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 keen on telling everyone that this was happening <laughs> turning her life over to golf as a result of it, which definitely, definitely annoyed the golfing memorabilia yes, salesman because it meant there was a, suddenly a rival golfing memorabilia salesperson <laughs> and, and actually did quite a lot better than him, I think, in the yeah, end. Uh, but this was all designed, really, to sort of, you know, show her love for this bloke who, by the way, is kind of the sort of bloke who the young Alan Partridge would have loved to be. Yes, He's kind quite. of a 1970s smoothie. Yeah, the pipe and the... Yeah, and the pipe and the beard and the pony yeah. and all that. Uh, but she's very keen, keen on doing that and... Uh, <laughs> In the end, in the end, that I think it, you know, it sort of defined my mum's mm. life. That and actually, one of the things about the show is people do talk about it being about taboo breaking this, that, and the other. But really, I think the bigger taboo than the dementia is a son talking very openly and kind of yes. celebrating that his mum's sexuality. Yeah, quite. I, I'm not at any point judgmental about it. I think it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, but there's mm-hmm. that. There's that. I guess that sort of sixties, um, yeah. you know, out of the fifties generation, um, and because my parents were the. My parents are the same. Like my parents are so overtly uh, sexual. They'll talk up. They'll talk about it. Mm. They'll, I wonder you what know. effect that's had on you, Jason. Well, I've got to say, <laughs> yeah, crikey, how many children have you got again? Got, yes, exactly. <laughs> but I, no, that, I do think that sixties thing is wrong. Yeah. I think that uh, I because then also, my... how do you how do you rebel against? Yeah. Rebels, because that's what yeah. they are, well, essentially. True. But I think also one of the interesting things about my mum is, you know, she had this ridiculous, it's unfair to call it ridiculous, but she, it was kind of certainly comic, mm. big affair with a golfing memorial salesman, which she was very, very proud of it and whatever, wrote erotic poetry, which I saw, which I yes, really Yes, you do read some But that. the point about it, I think, is, is that in the 60s, there's all these people in New York or whatever, mm. busting apart sexual ideas, whatever, but how does that trickle down to a lower middle class woman who is a Holocaust survivor in suburban Wilsdon Green? Yes. She can't have an affair with a lesbian affair with Susan Sontag or whatever. Yeah. The best she could do is some bloke in a polo neck appears who sells golf memorabilia and she thinks, I'll act it out with him. You know what I mean? There's all these people yeah. at a lower level who are getting it a bit wrong, yes. the sexual revolution. That's sort of what my mum is, I think. Yeah. Probably your parents as well. Well, I guess so. And Alison, you said the same, didn't you, when I mentioned it to you? Yeah, my mum, very sexual. But I, again, she uh, I mean, she was in a coma at a young age. Oh, my God. And I think when she woke up, she said to me, the first thought she had in her head was, well, I wasn't going to die a virgin. So she just went out <laughs> wow. into the world and, and enjoyed life. And made sure. Because that's so interesting. Because there's a bit in the show where I play my mum, when she, my mum was on Badil and Skinner Unplanned, this show I used to do. She ended up being the person who sat with us. We was picked someone out of the audience. Oh, that's to be right, there. yeah. And I'm not going to say exactly what happens because it's a very big moment in the show, but she basically, well, I'm going to say a little bit. She basically sort of suggests that one of the children that she had may not, in fact, be. You know, my dad's child. I mean, it's sort of a joke, but we don't know quite know if it's a, yeah. a, a joke or but not. But you do pause it, and her no, face looks then, very... And then at that point, yeah. uh, I make a joke about, you know, that, that suggesting that she was perhaps a, a woman of loose virtue in some way. And she says, no, 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 it means I had a good life. I right? live and my that's, life, yeah. That's what I think you're talking about there. It's Absolutely. People, and also, it's interesting your mum was in a coma, because my mum was a Holocaust survivor. So I think it's about people who've had their life nearly taken away. That mm. they really that go, they really what want do I want it. out yeah. of my life? Yeah, yeah. 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 Crikey, this has gone proper. Yeah, proper. <laughs> it's all right, Jason, do. don't worry. I feel like... I, at heart, Jason, you are an intellectual. I know I you feel pretend like doing not to be big heads. I know you do big heads, but at heart, there's a, there's a clever bloke in there. He's hiding behind the big head. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.
matters. Uh, so we've got a few uh, parents behaving badly. Uh, Laura Shelton says, I'm usually in bed by 9.30 on a school night. Alarm goes off at five. Uh, but my grandparents are always on Facebook playing Candy Crush and asking for help for moves at the age of 76. <laughs> really? Uh, Lizzie Holland says, pick my mum and dad up from their friend's anniversary party. Uh, Mum threw up out of the car window, taking the paint off our car. There was wow. that much alcohol in her Oh, sink. my God. What is she wow. drinking? Well, she could probably get a job, though, That's doing a... that paint stripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad fell over when we got home whilst dancing down the path and hit his head on the rockery in the garden. Then Mum stripped off in front of my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, oh, wow. crawled up the stairs singing, I've got no strings from Pinocchio. Wow. <laughs> That's a night. Wow, that's pretty... Actually, my parents, I don't mention this in the show, I used to have a mate who was brilliant at the piano called Jeremy. Jeremy Jacobs, Jewish. Anyway, he was, he was brilliant at the piano. And I once brought my parents in because they liked music. Yeah, I brought yeah. them in. Unfortunately, they were quite drunk at the time. Right? <laughs> I didn't realise they'd been, they'd been drinking. And they started dancing to this. Uh, and then my dad just started taking my mum's clothes off. Wow. Like, like, like literally. And my mum was enjoying it, of course. It's a hell of a feeling. Which Jeremy was, didn't know what to do. He kept playing. <laughs> kept his head down. He's a pro. Yeah. He's a pro. Yeah. I remember doing, uh, when I first did the Manchester Arena, so it's the biggest gig I'd done. I was filming the DVD, and I said to my parents, "Right, I've got you one of the box, one of the corporate boxes, as a treat, as a thank you." You know, I'm only here because of the way you brought me up, and all, you know, giving them all that. I said you can get 16 of your mates in there, yeah. and I'll cover the drinks and the food and that. So she was like, "Amazing, great!" So she invited her mates. At the interval. Uh, my agent said, I've just stopped a bottle of brandy going into your <laughs> mum and dad's brandy. corporate box. I said, I said, well, yeah, if they want a bottle of brandy, they're going to have a... She went, no, it's the fourth. Oh, it's only right. a fifty-minute first half. Oh, yeah. So, four bottles so, of brandy. Yeah. So what she'd been doing was like inviting other people in, like oh, who right. were in the. Yeah, but once she's had the one bottle of brandy, she's going to say, "Come on, anyone." Come That's on, it. I think all bets are off. Once it was she's like, had yeah, it. it's like people <laughs> hiding in the toilet, like as if she, like I've got to pay for this. Yeah. And at the Sorry, end of the gig, the um. The, the manager of the arena came to say thanks and, and whatnot, and he said, I've got to say, Jace, you know, and I know you'll take this in the right way, he says, but your family were the worst-behaved family <laughs> of any performer we've ever had. And there was a little pause, and he went, and we've had the Pogues. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> the Pogues actually a family. Yeah, I don't know, but I guess they've got family. Yeah. Um, and what I love at the moment about following you on uh, on Twitter yeah. is your comebacks to some of the uh, trolls that you seem to get. Well, as thank well. you. I talk about this at the top of the show. Yeah. I talk a lot about trolls because I want to talk about uh, you know how comedy has got this strange thing where it's police now. So it's not just oh, trolls. It's ridiculous. It's isn't not it? just trolls. It's also these people who think they're not trolls. Yeah. Who think they're really helping? Not I, not I, quite, about homeless people. They've not got a door. Yeah, exactly, You're like, exactly. all right, I mean, it's unbelievable about yeah, how people will want to tell you. Yeah, that's you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't, Don't say all that. that. Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. But today, uh, I do I, I, I do like, because I think they're hecklers. So I think it's part of my yeah, job quite, as a comedian yeah, yeah. to put them down. So what I normally <laughs> do now is I, you know, like I, I remember it happening a few while, a while ago, someone said uh, uh, the thing about that someone was reading something about me, and someone right. else said, the only thing I want to read about you is your obituary. So I copied <sighs> that, and I wrote, well, at least I'll get one, mate. Yeah. Right? And, and, and yeah. That's, it's that kind of put down that I think yeah. is, is, is good because people seem to like that. But this morning I got one. Hang on, my phone is playing up, but le- just bear with me. Yeah. Someone got wrote, I just find you a very unfunny person who thinks he's funny. Making sarcastic, nasty comments does not constitute humour, in my opinion. And I so I tweeted that and I added, please allow me to present Jim, the politely spoken troll. Right? <laughs> but then Jim got upset. Jim gets upset and says, oh, right, you think I'm a troll just because I don't think you're funny, Mr. Unfunny. Yeah. And I say, I'm so sorry, Jim. I would say, though, because he says you, you, you're happy to give it out but not to take it, mm. I would say, you seem a little unhappy to take it, even giving out yourself all, all the best, Mr. Unfunny. But the point is that, is that n- those trolls often, when they're saying, I hate you, you're, you're not funny, mm. they don't seem to think they're being trollish. No, because... They, no. they think it's like shouting at the telly, yeah. I think. They don't seem to think that you're an actual person. Well, that's what I've said to people. This. Yeah, in my home as well. Yeah. Like often, yeah. I'm in my house, my <laughs> safe space, <laughs> the place that I, you know, love the most, yeah. and I think, oh, I'll just have a little look there. Oh, great, I'm fat. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not fat. Really. You're not yeah. funny. You're yeah. fat. You're rubbish at your job. Yeah. yeah. And then if you come back at them, they are amazed. I mean, yeah. I do it all the time now. I've done I, I think my. my but then they, that, the problem with that is then you feed them, don't you? There's yeah, but I don't agree that. with that. I know do people don't say so? don't feed the trolls, but I think if you can put them down and get a laugh from your nice followers, of which yes. 99% of my followers mm-hmm. are very nice, then I'm being entertaining. So I think that's yeah. all right. 
No, I agree. I, I, I think, and I think you do it very well as well uh, on on Twitter and on the show. I thought some of the ones you actually yeah. pick out. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a pretty. I mean, there's one at the end uh, which I can't really describe now, but no. it's, it, it, it basically I can't describe it, but it, it it allows me to say this show is about remembering that people are people. Yeah, uh, whether they've got dead, dementia, whatever, famous, if you like, mm. they're still people. So if people are horrible about them. That's a bad thing that needs to be shut down. Mm. And the great thing is that that trolls, you know, they do represent that. And if you can say you know, this is going to turn into a big yeah. moral speech. No, no, you're quite but, right, though. But, but if you can... Because I, I get this big round of applause for putting down a troll at <laughs> yeah. the end of the show. And that is... I don't think people are applauding me being nasty. They're applauding... Yeah, it's good that people aren't just inhuman to other people. Yeah, no. Did you suffer from it at all, Alison, when you're online? Do, do you get any... Oh, yeah, 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 for stuff? sure. Definitely. Yeah, after live shows, w- Women people... obviously get worse. In, in, oh, in yeah. Well, not always, but Physical, sometimes. physical, yeah, yeah, you know, horrible yeah. Horrible physical thing. Absolutely. Or, yeah. or you're... Uh, I think when the first time I was opening with Stuart Francis, I, I never forgot someone... Uh, what do they tweet? Oh, uh, uh, having a woman open for you, you know, a uh, way to play it safe or something like that. And I was just right. like, you know. Unbelievable. Yeah. No, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did when I got you to support me. Well, I know. That's, that's why you got yeah, it. It was you safe. that tweeted. I didn't want to bring it up. Alison <laughs> <laughs> June-Smith, you can follow her on Twitter at... Alison J. Smith. Nice and easy. Yeah. And uh, make sure you go and see her. She's uh, one of the best comics in the country. Very, very funny. And David, your show runs for another couple of weeks at the yeah, Playhouse. a couple of weeks at the Playhouse Theatre. That's it for the West End, I think. And then, yeah. I'm and then tickets the on sale now. Yeah, uh, all over the place, really. I mean, for literally next year, for everywhere. Next year. And also, yeah. they've put it in an order, but it, unfortunately, it's alphabetical order. Oh, so well, you're that's all, so good. You're if all... I follow that on a map, that'll be rubbish. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go and see My Family, not the sitcom. I promise you, it's one of the best shows that I've seen in, uh, well, certainly in the last 10 or 15 years. It's fabulous. I'm on Big Heads tonight. Hooray. Uh, 7 o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, watching. David is a huge fan of it. I am a huge fan of it. <laughs> Never seen it, but I am now. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters.